You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, John Nandre, here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening y'all i hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far oh boy uh i honestly cannot believe that it's already been a week since our last episode um but here we are i believe this is episode number 270 yes um and it just makes us so much more special because you know uh every time we <laughs> we hit these milestone episodes if you will it just gets me thinking like the number actually hits me and i'm like whoa i cannot believe that girl right here has been talking uh for so do 270 divided by two that's how many hours we've been talking into the void and how many hours of us is available out there online uh of just talk uh, us talking about everything combat sports related which is honestly just pretty iconic in its own sense because um it's like a it's like a whole archive of its own and i feel like you know <laughs> i mean not to brag too much about our own show but it's th- this type of stuff is honestly like it, like you know when wine ages or like when you have some good cheddar cheese that ages uh this is kind of similar to that um i mean i'm not talking about the very very early episodes uh not talking about those when we're still trying to like figure our own way through the show and uh figure out this whole radio thing if you will but um i would say you know sometimes if you do shuffle through our episodes and you do come across some episodes that were from for example 2017 or i don't know those those um not so early but still early episodes you'll probably come across some gems out there and you know it's just it, it just makes you reminisce a lot about everything that's been happening all this time in the world of combat sports and all the cool stuff that we as an as a combat sports community have had to go through together you know all the ups and downs all the controversy of things all the excitement of things all the um iconic moments in the sport we've literally been through them all together literally since 2016 and here we are 270 episodes in still going strong um and we could not be happier but of course okay we have to give credit to all the people who have supported us this whole time of course a big shout out to our family here at cfru 93.3 fm for uh their lovely support and of course for the fact that they continue to provide us with this awesome platform because if it weren't because of cfru we would obviously not be here right now so shout out to our cfru family and of course you guys tko nation i cannot thank you enough for the constant love and support that you guys keep giving us and you know what uh, i also love that you guys keep it real with us um so since we made the show a podcast online 
We've been getting listenership from all across the world, and I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, I really mean it, and uh, I see you. Uh, I see every single listener. I see you. I hear you, because uh, sometimes you guys also express your comments to us on our social media. Tell us how you feel, what you think, what you think we should be talking about next, all that stuff, and uh, it's been great, and it is something that has been helping the show a lot and uh it's just it just feels amazing to know that uh you guys are out there you know just giving us constant support and we really really appreciate it so thank you so much tko nation as well you guys rock oh yeah okay so episode 270 here we are um so if we're playing with numbers uh yeah this is our 270th episode and today we're going to be talking about a UFC pay-per-view card that is numbered <laughs> number 273. So uh, I know I know it's kind of like random, but like I just thought it was pretty cool that it's episode 270. And then it's UFC 273, which by itself is just so stacked and so exciting to talk about. It's been an event that everybody uh, has been looking forward to for a long time. Um, not only is the main event pretty good, but also the co-main event. And the third last fight of the the uh, the evening, and honestly, the whole main card. And you know what? If you if you keep going back, even the preliminary card is so stacked. So I'm so happy that we're finally getting all these amazing fights all in one big card. Uh, if you did tune into our um, uh, like couple episodes ago. Uh, you would probably, because I told you guys, you know, I just felt like the uh, the world of MMA specifically wasn't that active in terms of scheduling uh, interesting fights as of recently. And I was just wondering, you know, what is it? Like, what's going on here? Like, maybe they're preparing for future big events or just, just what's going on here, right? So thankfully, we got our answer at least uh, with this UFC pay-per-view, eh, UFC pay-per-view card. Um, and, uh, you know, just by looking at the names that are going to be featured on this card, you already know we are in for a huge treat. So UFC 273 is going to be happening in the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, it is going to be headlined by a great featherweight bout between Alexander the Great Volkanovsky, the current featherweight champion. And he's going to be defending his title against the title challenger, Mr. Chan Sung Joon, a.k.a. Korean Zombie. So... This fight, um, it's very, very interesting, and I know I kind of express my um, my thoughts and opinions about this fight, I believe a couple episodes ago, but um, you know what, since then I've actually been doing a lot more research on the fighters themselves, like obviously... Um, I feel like by now we're also familiar with the styles of both guys, but if you remember from a few episodes ago, I did tell you guys that I was a little bit shocked about how um, the UFC decided to match make Korean Zombie against Wolkanovsky because I feel like um, we're still 
uh, like the UFC owes us uh, a rematch fight between the current champion and the guy that he fought last time, Brian Ortega, that I'm going to be talking about a little bit more in a few minutes because that fight was pretty close in its own sense and everybody was just expecting a rematch fight immediately, at least the for the next fight that Volkanovski was going to have. However, we're not getting that and we're getting a fight against Korean Zombie. You know what? Nonetheless, um, it is going to be very exciting. And uh, I do have some really interesting stuff to tell you guys about that fight, which, uh, you know, makes it make, makes it all the more exciting and uh, just just brings up the hype for you so that you can actually sit down and watch it on Saturday night. So that's going to be our main event of the evening. And for the co main event, we're going to be having another championship fight. Uh, this time between the current bantamweight champion Aljamain Sterling, aka Aljo, who's going to be defending his title against Piotr Jan, the former bantamweight champion. So there's a backstory to this whole fight as well that I'm going to get into in a few minutes. But um, see, this fight was very predicted. Uh, everybody was expecting this fight because I'll tell you guys, I guess, more in detail in a few minutes. But this is what I was talking about. Like, if you if you have had a fight previously uh, that was just so close and uh, just just warranted an immediate rematch, then that's that's the type of fight that you would make. Like in this case between Aljo and Piotr Jan, but they didn't really think that through with the main event, I guess. But I mean, who knows? Who knows what's going on behind the scenes? But yeah, you know what? In a few minutes, we'll we'll get into everything you need to know about um, these fights. And then the third last fight of the evening is going to be a very interesting, very, very interesting welterweight fight between former title challenger Gilbert Burns, uh, who's going to be fighting off against the top prospect in the welterweight division right now, Mr. Kamza Chemaev. So, ooh, this fight is so exciting. Um, I could, like, if the Aljamain Sterling and Piotr Jan fight wasn't there, I could easily promote this fight to the Komi event of the evening. Even though Hamza, um, uh, he has been fighting a lot in the UFC recently. Um, I would say he's had two big um, fights recently that people start to you know, know him from those fights, uh, if you will. Uh, but I feel like from the performances that Hamza has been having recently, it's just everybody everybody started to love Hamza, and that is not without good reason. I'll tell you exactly why everybody loves Hamza um, and why he's become the most recent fan favorite. But uh, because of his perf- his exciting... Uh, performance every time uh, everybody loves to see Hamza fight and so for that reason you know if if not even the coming event for this UFC 273 I could easily see it being a, a main event for an actual UFC fight night so that's going to be a very exciting fight as well that we're going to be talking about today and then the list goes on with the names of super super talented and also uh, well-known and hard-working uh, UFC fighters. So we're going to be having Mackenzie Dern fighting Tisha Torres for a strawweight um, bout. That's also going to be very interesting. Shout out to the UFC for finally making some really good uh, women bouts happen because I feel like they've been honestly slacking off in this in this uh, field for. <laughs> 
uh, a while now and we have so many talented women fighters in the UFC right now so I, I just like I wouldn't understand why they wouldn't schedule these awesome women to fight each other but finally we're having a awesome bout and you know it's not just like on the preliminary card or whatever it is actually on the main card of UFC 273 and it is so since I'm not going to be talking about these fights in full detail I'll just give you a tiny preview so it is after all going to be between the world jiu-jitsu champion Mackenzie Dern um who um this this woman is just absolutely phenomenal y'all so she she was the uh, world jiu-jitsu champion and then she was um she became a pro mma fighter and i believe um i forget the mma organization's full name but um lf lfc lfc yes um so she was fighting there and then she got signed by the ufc she was fighting really well in the UFC. She she had many wins, um, and then she had some losses. Obviously, because of her strong jiu-jitsu background, she would just submit her opponents like none other, right? Um, and she was just so, so exciting to watch. And then motherhood hit, actually. She became pregnant with her beautiful daughter. She had her daughter, and then she had about three or four months off and she had her first UFC fight postpartum four months after she had her baby here she was like I was honestly so worried that like is she actually like fully ready to fight again because I like to me it just sounds um like so so early you know um but I guess she had um like a smooth recovery and then she came back and wow she's been an awesome shape ever since and she's won so many more fights since then she's an awesome fighter she's an awesome jiu-jitsu practitioner and most importantly she's an awesome mother shout out to Mackenzie Dern so this woman can do it all and honestly I, I just love the fact that people like Mackenzie Dern can set examples for all other women out there that and honestly like as as like concrete evidence that you know what women can do it all and stop doubting women you know what I mean so I just love Mackenzie Dern for that reason and here she is um I'm so stoked to, to see her fight on this um main card and her opponent is actually no one to underestimate. So Tisha Torres, um, she's been fighting in the strawweight division for a long time. She is indeed a strawweight veteran. And uh, she is super well known for her very powerful method of striking, even though she does fight at strawweight at 115 pounds. But nonetheless, um, she's very, very um, shredded and she's so strong in this weight division. And she knows how to strike and <laughs> let me just put it that way so this fight is going to be interesting and and everything that i just said but also because it's going to be a classic combat between striking methods versus wrestling slash grappling methods so in that in that sense it's also very interesting and exciting all right okay so that's going to be also on the main card of ufc 273 um I wish, I really, really wish that I could talk about 
all these fights right now uh but unfortunately i know that because you guys know once i get into a topic i'll just keep on talking forever about it especially because i'm so hyped about ufc 273 i feel like i'll literally talk about it until the next day so let's not do that but all i want to say is that both the main card and the preliminary cards are absolutely stacked. And uh, you guys should definitely sit down and start watching the fights. And uh, like starting at, I believe it's usually 8 p.m. So definitely sit down, you know, grab your drinks and grab your snacks and grab some good company. And literally do not look away from the screens because um, a lot of these fights, 99% of these fights you already know just by looking at the names um they're gonna be so interesting and uh they're gonna bring a lot of hype right so ooh, okay i'm so excited myself all right um so let's start by talking about the main event alexander volkanovsky versus uh korean zombies so um Alexander Vol, ooh, okay. I just so I got so excited. I literally just messed up his name. Alexander Volkanovsky, Mister. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> the champion. He is so incredible. Before he started doing professional MMA, he was a professional rugby player. Right now, he's fighting at 145 pounds. When he was a rugby player, he would weigh at 200, like more than 200 pounds. So that shows you how incredible of an athlete he is, truly. And now that he has lost so much weight to be fighting at the featherweight division in the UFC, um, he's still delivering the same discipline, the same um, uh, same work ethics and whatnot. And, you know, if not, uh, if not uh, having gotten better uh, throughout these years and throughout the experience that he's had so far in the UFC. If you do take a look at the uh, like his most recent fights and his uh, fight record, Wow, he has literally won every fight that he's had in the UFC. He only has one loss, which is from a long time ago, from 2013. Um, but you know what? People make mistakes, and that that was honestly, like, how many years? Like, nine years ago? Yeah, nine years ago. And uh, since then, he has not lost a single fight. And if you look at the uh, the list of most recent fighters that he has fought... Um, he has fought Brian Ortega, who is a absolute monster when it comes to jiu-jitsu. He won against Ortega, even though that fight was actually very close. And I say this actually as a, as a compliment for Volkanovski, because even though the fight was so close and there was a moment in the fight that Volkanovski could have easily been submit, actually not easily, like it was just so definitive that Volkanovsky was going to tap out to this um, uh, guillotine choke that Ortega was putting him through. It was just, like it was just so tight. You could see it in his face. And he has talked about this um, scene, actually, in post-fight interviews so many times. He, he said himself that he was so close to tapping out, but However it was, however things worked out, he didn't. He was so resilient and he somehow managed to come out of it and then um, literally put so much pressure on Brian Ortega in order to win, the, to like just turn the whole momentum of the fight around and to win that fight in favor of himself. But you know what? Still, that fight was so close 
And Volkanovsky all, almost lost, but he didn't. And I feel like, you know, even though I say it like that, I, I wanted to come across as something super positive because, you know, like Rocky Balboa says, like, it's all about getting back to your knees and keep on moving forward. Like, that's that's how winning is done, literally. And that's exactly what Volkanovsky did. So it's not about you just, um, you know, playing it cautious so that you ultimately win a fight uh, to me. Uh, the value of your win is so much more if you do go through really tough times in your fight and you still manage to win that fight. You still manage to pull through and to be perseverant in the fight. That's exactly what Wolkanovsky did. So shout out to him. Um, and not only that, but he has fought like prior to fighting Ortega. He has previously fought Max Holloway, the former featherweight champion, two times. And he was able to beat Max through unanimous decision both times, which is incredible because if you guys know Max Holloway, you know how incredible of a striker he is. And when it was Max Holloway's reign in the featherweight division, there was nobody who could ever challenge him. He was so, um, you know, physically advantaged in that um, he was a tall fighter for that 145-pound division. He had long limbs, but he had incredible striking technique, and he could literally outstrike anyone that was in front of him until Vol Volkanovski came along, and he's just so powerful. You know, from that rugby background that he has, he, he just... He has so much power in his muscles and he, he definitely executes that in MMA fights as well. And um, that's exactly what he did with Max Holloway, not just once, but twice. He showed that, oh, you know, the first time that he won the fight and got the featherweight belt for himself, it wasn't a fluke. He did it the second time, even even better. Um, so that's the type of fighter we're dealing with here when we're talking about Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. But... Uh, we are going to be having him fight against Korean Zombie, who um, is also a very, very dangerous fighter. So Volk, uh, sorry, excuse me, um, Korean Zombie, he was out of the, or yeah, I guess he was on, a, if you will, like a leave of absence from the UFC for a few years because uh, he was conscripted uh, to serve in the Korean army for a few years and so he was out for a few few years and since he came back he's been doing pretty well but one thing about korean zombie is that overall he's a really well-rounded mma fighter however um i would say striking is his main forte and also something that i do want to point out is that yeah okay even though like if you if you do go through his uh recent fight records like he's he's won some and he's lost some to me that doesn't really matter because um i have seen videos of his training camp and the type of training um and and strength and conditioning that korean zombie has been doing for this fight it is incredible incredible strength and conditioning and i really do wonder how much of that is going to translate into his performance uh, in real life on on saturday night so that's been something that's been <laughs> really like different this time around about korean zombie of course volkanovsky has always been so hard working and he always trains his butt off but that's the thing that's been different about Korean Zombie. And I do want to, I, I did want to actually mention that because, um, yeah, like 
Korean Zombie also fought Brian Ortega, who uh, Volkanovski fought most recently. But Korean Zombie actually lost to Brian Ortega. And uh, I just wanted to say everything that I just said so that you guys know that, okay, you know, that was like before. And I feel like, at least in my eyes, um, uh, I can't sense that something has changed about his way of training and... You know, there's just like an immediate click um, and the and the evolution of a athlete, of an evolution of a fighter. And I feel like I actually saw that click with Korean Zombie this time around. But I guess, you know what? We shall wait and see how it will translate into real life fighting skills uh, on Saturday nights. But, you know, I'm just I'm just telling you everything that I've been seeing uh, from my research on on the fighters but that's what's been up with uh korean zombie and we already know how badass wilkinovsky is so it is gonna be a very 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 exciting fight on saturday night wilkinovsky alexander wilkinovsky versus korean zombie okay so um the other fight so (laughs) okay i'm gonna like i know i don't i don't want this to come out as disrespect but I actually do want to skip over the co-main event uh, because I do just want to say it in literally two sentences that Piotr Jan and Aljamie Sterling, they fought for the first time a while ago when Piotr Jan was still the champion in the Bantamweight division. What happened was uh, was that Piotr Jan, he was doing so well, he was literally winning over Aljamie Sterling until... Aljamain Sterling, he was in a really awkward position with his, uh, with the palm of his hands on the canvas. And usually when you're in that position, your opponent is not legally allowed to knee you to the head or strike you in any, any way because you're technically quote unquote grounded, right? But Piotr Jan, like, I guess he wasn't paying enough attention. So he landed a knee on Aljamain Sterling's head on his temple and the referee just stopped the fight and said, okay, you're disqualified, Piotr. So now we declare Aljamain Sterling as a new champion. So Aljo, at first, he was like, no, 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 I don't accept this. You know, uh, this is not fair. And then there was later footage of him actually celebrating this quote-unquote win, this new title win. Um, actually him claiming, ooh, I'm the, I'm the new Bantamweight champion. I'm the new UFC champion. And he was just so <laughs> hyped and excited about that. Well, he was the one who was like, oh, no, I, I cannot take this, you know. But uh, a lot has changed since then. Aljamain Sterling has gone through, uh, I believe he was injured and then he had to go through surgery. Piotr Jan, um, he fought previously, actually, recently, and he won that fight. He's so ready. He feels like he never even took any time off. He's just so ready to get back in there and to pretty much reclaim his title. And uh, you know what? I feel like it will be a very exciting fight. I don't want to be biased and tell you who is going to win, in my opinion. But I, I um, hope, I, I mean, I don't hope, but like, I feel like you could kind of tell who I'm thinking will win in this case. Because in my opinion, Aljamain Sterling was losing that first fight even, um, you know, until the moment that he was knee to the head by Piotr. So even for that first fight, I would have 100% given it to Piotr Jan. But, you know, it's just destiny, I guess. Um, 
for the real rematch results, we shall wait and see what will happen on Saturday night. All right. Oh, I'm so sad. We only have like three minutes less to talk about the Hamza Kimaev and Gilbert Burns fight. But this fight is going to be so exciting because Gilbert Burns, he comes from the strongest Brazilian jiu-jitsu background, right? And um, he has challenged the current champion, Kamaru Usman, previously for his title. Hamza Chimaev, um, he fights from Sweden and he he is undefeated most importantly undefeated and uh, he recently joined the UFC in the sense that um you know he's been fighting a lot obviously uh in the in the recent years but it's only been a couple fights that we're starting to pay more and more attention to him and that is because of his Ooh, like, I don't even know what word would describe the strength of his grappling and his striking. And if I I was listening to a podcast actually today about Hamza Chimaev and somebody described his style as like a welterweight Conor McGregor style of fighting if Conor McGregor was at his prime. And I feel like that's a great description in this case. So actually, I want to add on to that description and say, to me, Hamza Chimaev is like a hybrid of Connor and Khabib combined. He has the wrestling, he has the striking. Ooh, the world is honestly as oyster. But you know what? We shall wait and see if he is able to get through the jujitsu giant Gilbert Burns on Saturday night, and we shall see how things will turn out for both guys. But that's honestly the biggest bout that I'm excited about. I'm so excited to see how things will turn out. But overall, you guys make sure you tune into UFC 273 this Saturday. We'll talk about it more next week. I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Jonan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.